The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come, what for? Train in the trees, please, what my sycamore? Digital Gumbo Podcast, after party number 20, episode number 69. Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Joined always by... My host with the most, T. Petty and Adrice Elbow. T. Petty, how you doing? I am fantastic. You know why? Why? Because college basketball season has officially started. Okay. Men and women, so I am in heaven until March. Okay. Now, we um, had like, uh, you know, during the Rona, it was a crazy, actually, we didn't have a tournament during the Rona. Then they came back... uh, this calendar year. So tell me, who are your squads in college basketball? <sighs> Y'all already know my squads are unchanged. So on the men's side, it's Michigan State. Okay. Everybody, period. I will, however, root for Michigan if they're not playing Michigan State, and especially if they're playing Ohio State, who sucks. Ohio State, trash. Okay. Michigan State. And then on the women's side, I have several squads that I keep my eye on, most notably uh, UConn, Powerhouse, obviously, um, <clears throat> South Carolina, okay. Arizona, uh, Stanford, you know, some of the perennial favorites, a couple of new, new teams in there that I like to see. So you know how I am during college basketball season. So y'all lucky I'm talking to y'all right now, actually. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, we usually tape on Wednesday nights. We tape it on Thursday nights. T. Petty's watching basketball. I'm watching the pregame to the football up in Baltimore where my main man, Adris Elbow, is. What it do, bro? What it do and be more? What up, Nook? What up, T. Petty? This your boy, Idris Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And Nook, I must admit, I have microphone envy. I saw the new microphone you're working with, and I'm a little jealous. Oh, we have to do this. Um, <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure quite T- how to react to that, bro. T- um, Patty, I, I'm just, I can't compliment another man on his microphone. We've gone over this. You know, really, the outtakes from when we're right before we got to start the intro, we need to work this in some kind of way so people can really understand the bullshit that goes on behind <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, this is episode 69 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. This is the double X Thanksgiving cornucopia <laughs> of fabulism episode. Um, Dries, I did not get a chance to talk to you about how things went uh, for Halloween, man. How did it go up in your neck of the woods? Any strangeness? Uh, what did you see for Halloween? You know, it was like, it was actually a pretty good Halloween, man. I, like, I had a, a great time with the kids. Like, we um, got out and walked in the neighborhood. And uh, a couple of things I saw that was, like, really cool was uh, one dude did this, like, Rube, Rube Goldberg machine to deliver the candy because you had to be at a distance. Oh, and he would drop the little, you know, candy down a little chute and would go down and do all this kind of stuff and then fall down in a bucket. So that was pretty cool. 
I think the uh, coolest little outfit I saw was it was uh, a couple who were dressed up like beekeepers, and then they dressed their little dog like. So I was like, oh, that's such cute. That was good. But we had a good time. It was good. That's good that's Halloween. What's up. Everybody safe. Everybody got the candy. Did you eat? How much of the kids' candy did you eat? You know, I usually don't don't mess with the kids' candy unless it's got like the chocolate. Like I'll I'll pick the chocolate out that I like. But the other candy, like they can have that. But most of the times, the next day though, I I, I take it and throw it out. Okay. <laughs> I try to get rid of it because we're like we don't need all that candy. There's a oh, whole yeah. lot of candy. Oh, that makes sense, man. You are uh, preventing a dental bill going down uh, the road. I, I I can dig that. T. Patty, I know you didn't have. Any trick-or-treaters, but any strangeness in the neighborhood for Halloween? Uh, none whatsoever. You know, one of the best days of the year is the day after Halloween, which is when all the Halloween candy goes on sale. That's right. So, your girl, now y'all know I try to get my life together as far as, like, what I'm eating and making sure I'm working out and stuff, but... The day after Halloween is the day where I is the time where I allow myself to splurge a little bit because y'all know I got a, a little bit of a sweet tooth. But nothing, you know, nothing crazy. I had some craziness a couple weeks before Halloween, but but nothing. Uh nothing Halloween weekend. It was pretty quiet around here. Okay. Same over in this neck of the woods. So you know I turn my lights off at about four, uh turn my lights off at about, you know, sunset on Halloween. Unfortunately, I left the light on by mistake. I don't know how it happened. And these two kids <laughs> rang the damn doorbell. And I guess after they stood there for about three with minutes, the lights they off? Yeah, man. He I turned the lights off. I ain't got they, no damn candy. You know candy. they weren't supposed to ring no doorbell with the lights on. No, he No, no, no they, I turned them on by mistake. Oh, and, the, and the one, okay. yeah, it was like uh, two kids and they rang the bell and they stood there for three minutes. I watched them on the, uh, the ring-a-ling camera and then um, they walked away. And then I turned the light off and that was it on that. So, um, and you yeah. know, I think that ring camera, that probably really spoiled a lot of um, doing tricks on Halloween. Cause oh, you get yeah. caught now on the ring camera. You can't do no tricks. Well, they couldn't Absolutely. come back and TP your house like they were supposed to. That's right. Cause um, we got this lady that live in the neighborhood. Now I live in a relatively safe neighborhood, but this lady every night swears she hears gunshots and she just be putting that on the little neighborhood app blast the next like, door. that neighborhood <laughs> app is wild as hell if y'all want some entertainment and y'all don't know about the neighborhood app y'all need to get it because it's a lot of shit that goes down on there a lot it's wild i just seen foxes horses escape um people get their tires stole i mean like we could make a show out of that that watch yeah. that's what they're gonna do um, next it'd be uh, the casual racism is is out in full force. It's like uh, Karen's. Yeah, with, that's, like, that's no why I have to be careful on there because, like, you know, they're, they're, like you be on the thing. It's like suspicious black male walking down the street. Be on the lookout. It's like, wait, that's me. <laughs> that don't be nobody but the damn Amazon man or the UPS man. They be bullshitting on that. I'm just like, well, what makes you suspicious? He was black. Mm. Oh my god, I can't believe you said that. Mm, so. Mm, mm. I live to make certain people uncomfortable. There it is. There it is. All right. So Halloween was good. Um, T. Petty, daylight savings time that kicked in. Uh, this it get dark as hell at five o'clock. Daylight savings time. Yeah or no? Nah? It's just unnecessary. The majority of this country is not farmers anymore. There's literally no need. It's cause for confusion because some states do it and some states don't. It gets dark. 
after the sun is up approximately three hours. So uh, now for the first week or so, I'm waking up hella early, which means I have more time in my day so I can get up, do my workout, eat my breakfast. I'm like, I'm up for two or three hours before I have to talk to another human being, which is my optimal time. But you know, that shit gonna get old by uh, after Thanksgiving and then I'm gonna be over it. Yeah, yeah. It's like the sunset in our time zone is like uh, five-ish or a little bit after five-ish. Um, five? Yeah. It's not five. No, no. I tell you, it'd be, it be pitch black by 5.30 though. I, you yeah. know, it's, it's getting dark at five, but it's pitch black at 5.30. Yeah, like, we're right on the coast, so it gets darker here earlier. Like when yeah. I'm at home in the Midwest, I get a little bit more. But yeah. man, yeah. It's, a little, it's a little depressing. But the yeah. weather was nice though. It was, it was like 70 degrees today. Yeah, the weather was nice. It was a nice day. I just keep like in my mind, I keep thinking it's an hour later than it is. It's an hour later than it is. And like I said, about five-ish right now is when sunset starts. But then, um, yeah, uh, like Christmas is going to be dark at like 427. And then um, thank God we don't live in like New Hampshire up there, like at the tip of Canada, because it get dark at like 359 up there. Uh, once they go back to a uh, daylight savings time. Oh, it's New Hampshire. What the fuck is it to do there? Uh, watch the sunrise early as hell and eat seafood. Maybe I have no idea what they do in New Hampshire. That's very interesting. And take straw polls for uh, politicians. <laughs> Drees, daylight savings time. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Well, is it daylight saving or daylight savings <laughs> with the S? I don't know. I think both of them might be appropriate, but uh, it is. Uh, yeah, I'm with, I went T. Petty on this one. Like, I think we're moving towards not doing it, just getting rid of it because it causes a whole lot of confusion. And man, we just like, yeah, it just don't make any sense to do it anymore. We used to do it for a particular reason. And folks said it, you know, it helped the economy. But I think those reasons now aren't as strong. Um, as they were previously. So I think it will probably be getting rid of it in the next um, kind of, you know, five, five years, definitely by the next decade. I don't think we'll have it. Now here, listen, I told y'all already, if I ever become president, my first two acts I'm signing, I'm getting rid of daylight savings time and I'm moving president's day to the Monday after the Super Bowl. So people could just party responsibly and then not have to worry for the most part going into work the next day. So I just want to let y'all know, that's what the Bishop administration would be signing as part of his, uh, you know, package. That would be two of my first acts. I would also get rid of the Lifetime Movie Network because that's how, Hold you know, on. that what? causes, that you causes just, tension. You just lost a whole lot of votes right there. That causes tension <laughs> in happy homes. And, you know, don't people, women don't be thinking about setting the bed on fire and killing their husbands or they boo things or whatever. And then here come them damn Brady Broderick movie murder marathon <laughs> mysteries and shit. And then, you know, it's a whole rash of like, you know, these bed burnings and shit. Well, that and, just you know, means that something was going on before that movie came on. So take care of your women year round and you don't have to worry about getting your bed burned. How about that? And then they'd like be interviewing Meredith Baxter Bernie and shit between the commercials. So what was your state of mind when you were doing these movies? And she got like little flames, like little fires in her eyeballs and she was just like, oh Lord. So hey, yeah. that's, that's art imitates life. So <laughs> it's happening in real life. Exactly. Keep your hands to yourselves, gentlemen. Keep your hands to yourselves. Treat your women right is all I got to say. 
<laughs> Drees, you mentioned the economy. They said that Thanksgiving 2021 is going to be the most expensivest Thanksgiving ever. Uh, October, let's see, September inflation was up more than five and a half percent on consumer goods. They said last month consumer goods uh, was up six and a half percent. So they saying these, um, you know, like the prices of milk, you know, and other things like that are steadily climbing as we go towards the end of the year. So uh, maybe people didn't have, you know, the Thanksgiving that they wanted to have during the uh, during the uh, pandemic or the height of the pandemic. But they saying this is going to be the most expensivest Thanksgiving ever. Have you noticed any changes in prices at the store? Well, you know, it, it, we've been talking about this um, supply chain shortage, right? So like, um, you know, the ability to get goods and um, products um, has definitely been hardest. And but folks still want it, right? Like folks st still like want to purchase stuff and buy stuff. So prices kind of go up as a result, right? You see inflation um, happen. And so, yeah, I think folks going to really want to turn up this Thanksgiving and this whole holiday season, right? Like the whole world was on lockdown last year. You didn't get to see family. You couldn't really travel or go anywhere. We had um, interstate bans almost, right? Like you couldn't cross state lines unless you went into quarantine. So like, I think folks are gonna wanna make up for this Thanksgiving. They're gonna wanna see family. They're gonna travel more. And um, I think they're gonna splurge a little bit more, right? Like you're gonna, you know, get that extra sweet potato pie, you know, and all those other kind of, you know, goodies for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So long as the supply chains um, hold up, I think folks are going to wild out. I can dig it. I can dig it. T. Patty, most expensivest Thanksgiving ever. Is this going to impact in any way, shape or form your menu, et cetera, for Thanksgiving? Well, no, because, you know, we live good lives. So, uh, we are in well a position of privilege that I'm not going to really notice the increase in prices. Like I'm going to complain about it, but it's not going to stop me from buying the stuff I would normally buy. Um, now y'all know I, I haven't really been to a <laughs> like step foot in a store lately, but you know on the grocery delivery apps, these prices are out of hand. Like. Mm -hmm ridiculous even you know they have a little markup in there for delivery or for the service you're using but it's excessive even for that so if somebody is living you know paycheck to paycheck and <clears throat> really scraping and trying to make ends meet they're gonna have some uh some rough decisions to make because this this shit so it's it's out of hand it's in it control it definitely is t petty what is your favorite Thanksgiving Day food? You can only pick one food as your favorite amongst all the things that's made for Thanksgiving. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Ooh, it's got to be the macaroni and cheese. Yeah, yeah. And your girl makes good macaroni and cheese, if I say so myself. Absolutely. I, all of your food is of great quality. Uh, we had the ple pleasure of coming over to your house at the old place for dinner, my wife and I. Um many moons ago and we already know what it is so yes all right okay one vote for that now that got it yeah we got to come over to the new place I, I i will take that one vote for macaroni and cheese sir what is your favorite thanksgiving food 
Okay, I gotta say, I think my favorite has to be chess pie. I okay. I love chess pie, which is kind of like I guess it's almost like a almost like a custard pie almost, mm-hmm. but it's you know eggs. it's just yeah, it's just <laughs> delicious. <laughs> it's eggs and sugar. It's just pure sugar. Yeah, that's all it is: eggs and sugar, and that's 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 my favorite. Like um, and and I usually only eat it around Thanksgiving and maybe on Christmas. Like during the year, I don't look for chess pie or try to find it, but I always look for it Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay, okay. Now, this is going to sound crazy, but hear me out. My favorite part of the Thanksgiving dinner is the dinner rolls, right? Because you really don't eat dinner rolls, but really at for like maybe Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas dinner. So if you're having them dinner rolls, it's a special deal, and all the other stuff is going to be there. If I had to get off dinner rolls, I would have to say the thing I'm looking forward to this Thanksgiving is something called pine, not pineapple, I'm sorry, apple upside down cake. It's just like a pineapple upside down cake, except it's made with apples. I've never had it. Wow. I've never heard of that one. I'm going to send y'all a recipe and probably a lot of sugar and butter, but I'm looking forward to having one piece of apple upside down cake. Why are you going to send us a recipe? Why can't you send us some cake? Because I'm not going to bake the real thing. I don't want to have to make it. No, see, y'all don't understand. I don't bake shit. I don't mm -mm, like, I can follow the recipe, but it's just like, mm, like uh, it might only be the first or second time that I make this. Like I'm the main macaroni and cheese maker. I've done this. You know, I made our ancestors made macaroni and cheese over in Africa. So we have many uh, centuries and millennia of making macaroni and cheese. We know I could do that with my eyes closed, but now nah, when you learn how to make something new, you know, you got to kind of see how the first recipe goes out based upon the recipe and you got to perfect your stuff before, you know, I wouldn't just open a bakery, you know, so I got to, you know, see how it works out, but I will try, I will send y'all a recipe. We can talk about it. And then, you know, once I get a little bit better at it, then I will send y'all an apple upside down cake. Y'all, y'all good with that? Yes. I'm not going to cook the recipe. I'm telling y'all, bacon is stressful. Bacon is not like cooking. Like macaroni and cheese, I don't, you don't measure nothing. You just, you know, put some stuff in there. If it doesn't taste right, you can add a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that, balance it out. You can't do that with bacon. You got to get that shit precise. And I just, it's, that's not, no, it's too stressful. Just let me, I can cook all day, but bacon, no, I'll have to go and buy it. Yeah. See, like with the dessert, like it's like after all the food is done, right? It's like, like you said, T-Pad, you can put a little, you know, seasoning on it, a little Mrs. Dash, whatever you like to do to pep something up if something ain't right. Or, you know, it might get better the next day once the uh, season coagulates in the refrigerator. But when it's time for dessert, it's dessert time. And it's the dessert is the star of the show. And if that dessert is whack, you know, people, our people just put the fork down. They're like, Ugh, and they just like, have a disgusted look on their face. So I, that's Who a- made this dry ass cake? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you don't want to put that pressure on, like, you know, you got to perfect something. You should be perfecting the other 11 months of the year. And then, you know, like once you got your recipe down then you bust it out, for Thanksgiving, it might be something new, but you want that to be the star of the show. But you don't want to get um, yanked off the Apollo stage by the Sandman. Mm-mm, not on Thanksgiving, because people get shot behind shit like that. You can mm-hmm. never, you can never live it down if you bring some whack shit for Thanksgiving. People look forward to 
Thanksgiving all year. So let this be. Yep, it's one time a year. You're right, T-Pet. It's one time a year, so you can't mess that up. You can't mess it up. So this is a digital gumbo public service announcement. Negroes and negresses. Thanksgiving is not the time to be experimenting with no new shit. You got to pull out the tried and true, the stuff you know you know how to make. Mm-hmm. Do not experiment on Thanksgiving because that's a good way to get cussed out and your feelings hurt. And you might get put out if you're in the right house. Exactly. Listen, I'm telling you, right? Uh, over under half a story in a major city. It's always a story about the dessert or, you know, somebody's sweet potato pie or, you know, something wasn't right with the meal. It's not about the meal. It's about underlying issues. And somebody gets pushed down the stairs. They get in a fight. There's a brouhaha, you know, like a whole family deal. Or somebody brings a gun and unfortunately, hopefully not get killed, but get shot because the meal was not right. Don't be part of that equation. Just leave. Just do the things regular. Don't mm-mm, just leave it regular. T. Petty is absolutely positively right. Uh, Dries, besides the food, what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? You know, uh, we okay, so during the pandemic last year, right, we couldn't um, travel to see family. And normally, like, we're, we're either in, like, um, South Carolina or Ohio for Thanksgiving, but we, we stayed, you know, at home last year. And so we started, like, a new tradition. So our new tradition was a turkey pinata. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, so so we, we made our own turkey pinata right out of cardboard and, and stuffed it with all kind of stuff, leftover, whatever we could find around the house. And we just busted open <laughs> on Thanksgiving. So that's like one of my <laughs> newest favorite traditions. I'm going to see if we can keep it going like since we started last year. And then I think the other one is, um, is just for Thanksgiving, it is... Um, the day after Thanksgiving, and you were talking about the rolls, Nook. Mm-hmm. It is um, the the turkey and making turkey like sandwiches out of the dinner rolls, mm-hmm. and just like that leftover and kind of that second take at it the next day after Thanksgiving. I think that's 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 a tradition that I like. That's what's up. That's what you, you know, split them joints now in the middle, throw a little turkey on there. You might put a little gravy on it, heat it up. Boom, got your little turkey sandwich. That's what's up. T. Petty, your favorite part of Thanksgiving that is not food? Family, of course. Okay. That's usually the holiday where uh, we can all get together. And I have a, a big family. My parents had five kids and some of them have a whole bunch of fucking kids too. So we have a big loud family. Um, in the past couple years, we haven't been able to spend a lot of time together. So getting together with family, you know, you up late, you cooking, you laughing, you playing games. As long as it's not space, nobody getting too upset about nothing. It's just a good time. It's a good time. So especially, you know, parents are getting older now. They're not going to always be here. So I appreciate the extra time I get to spend with them around Thanksgiving and Christmas. Totally agree. Totally agree. You know, for me, it's going to be football. Um, That's for one. And um, also, uh, yeah, I do like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. T. Petty, 
Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Thumbs up or did thumbs down? Did they have down? that last year? Did they have it last year? They had like, uh, did they play an old one or it was virtual? I can't remember. I missed it. So yeah, I think it was, it was a replay or something. So fun fact, I've never watched it ever. Oh, wow. What? How you miss the Macy Day Parade? Because I don't care, number one. And number two, as an adult, I'm always cooking when the parade is on. Okay. And also, I don't care. Like, I really, really don't. So yeah, like we we watched like I've watched it not necessarily out of like I gotta see this parade, but like it's on, you ain't doing that, and the TV is on, and it's kind of like everywhere that everybody's talking about, so it's kind of always in the background. But I always look for like the floats and then the, the bands. So th those are the two things, you know, that you're looking for for the balloon floats. So all of it is floats, but I'm really looking for like the big balloons because I always uh, imagine like the balloons getting away from the people <laughs> and they like carry people off. And I, I, I'm like waiting to see that one day, <laughs> like some people holding on to the strings floating away. So when I'm cooking, I don't have a TV where I'm cooking generally. So I always have music playing because I have a strict rule. Thanksgiving is when Christmas music can start being played. Okay. So I'm oh yeah, that's right. This music with my like normal R&B and that's my day. I get up early, I start cooking, listening to music. And then um, now that I've been traveling like home to see my people for the holidays, like my sister usually get up and it'll be me and her and my mom in the kitchen. And this year, um, both of my sisters will be here, so. Okay, that's what's up. Of course, they're going to be trying to listen to gospel music. No offense, Jesus, but no, we're going to be listening to R&B. I hear that. I hear that. Dries, I was going to ask y'all this later, but, um, you know, right after Halloween, literally on November 1st, they started playing that damn Christmas music. Is, no is November 1st too early for Christmas music, Dries? Yeah, I think it is, too, because I, I feel like T-Petty on this one. It is like Thanksgiving. You can, like, start playing it and playing it heavy on rotation, you see it, I think in November, it's like a little, little too early, November 1st, you know, because even now, you know, you start seeing the um, stores and the Christmas, you know, stuff popping up there right after um, Halloween. So I think that's enough. But like with the music, yeah, I think it's like more around Thanksgiving. Okay. So okay. Christmas holidays. So y'all know I went to Ohio uh, to see my family in late September, early October, there was Christmas stuff out already. Ridiculous. Like that is heinous. You can't do that. Now I will say it's been a rough year or two. So I will allow the early playing of Christmas music. Just, just for this year? Just this year as an exception. But I'm still sticking to my rule but I can't wait to play the greatest Christmas song of all time. Santa okay, Claus what is, is that? I got to I got to check this. What is that? It is Silver Bells, but it is the uh the version by A Few Good Men. It is the most ghetto rendition of that song ever and I love it. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, I I would have to vote for like on oh Silent God. Night by the Temptations. 
in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you hear that, you be like, yes, it's Christmas. <laughs> or oh. uh, what's the other one? Oh, Donnie Hathaway. This Christmas. Oh, yes. Sing and, it. Please don't sing it. Give us a little more. Give us a little more. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie. I sound just like Donnie, didn't I? You sure no. did. Nobody needs to try to remake that because it's just not a thing. Exactly. Donnie's yeah. version is the only version worth listening to. But digital gumbo audience, if you've never heard Silver Bells by A Few Good Men, ah, it's so ghetto and fantastic. It's my favorite. My daughter just sent me some lines from it today. And we got it. Okay, well, give me a line, T-Paddy, because I'm, I'm trying to think of this song now. I probably know if I hear it, but what's the line? You remember? I, I remember all of it, but I don't sing, and I'm not about to embarrass. No, just I'm talking about just say it, just say it. Like what's a line or something from it? I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can remember it. One of the ghetto yeah. lines. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can do it justice. <laughs> all right, we're gonna put a link to that in the uh, liner notes for this podcast. Again, it's Silver Bells by Who the Ghetto Men. <laughs> A few good get oh, men. I'm sorry, you said it was a ghetto version. <laughs> ghetto My ghetto version of it, and it is on the LaFace Christmas album. Okay. Oh, okay. that Christmas that's that's an album where they um no then they put like they it's Christmas songs on there, but it's a couple songs that ain't Christmas songs. They say it was popular. I'm just gonna put it on there. <laughs> so Outcast was so good at that point. They was like they couldn't wait for their debut album or their next album to come up. They put players ball on that uh Christmas album on that LaFace album, if I'm not mistaken. And that was a hit. That like came, you know, like on that Christmas album and carried all the way through the summer. So yeah, they uh they did uh, they did their thing on that. I think um was uh, Sleigh Ride by TLC also on that uh, yes. LaFace Christmas album? Yes. Y'all just got to go and listen to the version. Next time we talk, I want to hear y'all uh, review of that song. Okay. Okay. We got homework. I'm going to write that time uh, right here. Whew. It's my favorite. Gotcha. T-Patty, uh, we're going to go back uh, for a second for Thanksgiving. The Lions, who have not won all year Detroit. Uh, play the Bears in Detroit, um, and pretty much this turns out to be the Super Bowl for the Lions every year. Will the Lions win this game on Thanksgiving? No, they lost when they were had a bye week. So no, they are fucking terrible. And I say this: <laughs> they lost when they had the bye week. Born and raised in Michigan, like always rooting for my Lions, but god damn, they're trash. They have they. Ended the careers early of two of the best people ever. Caltron. Yes. Mm -hmm. And y'all know who the other one is? Barry Sanders. There you go. Mm -hmm. Quit rather than play for the fucking Lions. Ended Mm -hmm. careers. So they're terrible. They're worse than the Bengals. And that's saying something. Terrible, terrible. Drees, Bears, Lions in Detroit Thanksgiving. Bears have not, or the Lions have not won all year. Will the Lions win on Thanksgiving? It can, it can always be a Thanksgiving miracle. <laughs> you got to keep hope alive. <laughs> Keeping hope alive is how you get your feelings crushed. Mm-hmm. I, say, I say it's going to end in a tie, so we'll see uh, how, this, uh, how this turns out. Um, Drees, so now the new thing is, is that they don't have enough shipping containers and raw materials to make new goods and services so they can send back in the empty containers to keep the supply chain going. So what are your predictions for Black Friday? 
Wait, so you mean tell me they, they ain't got enough containers to move the stuff back and forth? That's, right. that's what you're saying. So what happens is when they unload the boats with the shipping containers, they take the stuff out. It goes to the stores. They take the empty containers and then they ship them back to the ports where they can get new goods and sort of, you know, like keep the round robin going. But now everything's stuck because the shipping containers are full. They haven't been unloaded and they don't have any empty shipping containers to ship back overseas to get new stuff. And they running out of raw materials, which are also shipped in the shipping containers to make new stuff. All right, I'm, I'm going to tell you what's going to start happening. And really, I think um, anybody who got like little kids, the little kids already figured this out. Whether it's your birthday, whether it's Christmas, you know what's going to happen to T-Petty? They're going to, people are going to start drawing you a picture of what they would have got you <laughs> for your Christmas gift. <laughs> it's like, I drew you a picture of it, but it was a supply chain shortage. And they didn't have any shipping containers to get it to you on time. Here's a picture, a hand-drawn picture of what I what I got you. So you basically trying to break up homes because if somebody came to me with that shit, Negro, Christmas comes at the same time every fucking year. You should have planned ahead. I want my supply chain shortage. <laughs> supply chain shortage all year. So you knew that shit was coming too. I want my gift in my hand on christmas morning or it's gonna be you, you will have a drawn hand-drawn picture of it t Patty. it's the I same will, thing i will be single then mm-hmm. because you got to get the fuck up out of my house with that bullshit don't T-Pat. come don't come in my house without my goods in hand mm-hmm. t Patty, uh, i predict that there will be a lot of bitcoin that'll be um given for uh christmas but hey, that's thoughts- not a bad gift though that's a great gift. I'll take that. Okay, okay. Besides Bitcoin, but what do you think as far as these kids is concerned for Christmas? And if you ever had a chance to tell the kids that Christmas was canceled, is this not the year to tell them that it's canceled and sort of explain to them, you know, the law of supply and demand? Them kids don't give a damn about no supply and demand. They want to know where their fruit snacks and their toys are. I don't know what these parents are about to do. But y'all gonna have to figure it out. Maybe now is a good time to teach them about the real meaning of Christmas, which is not presents. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. My kid is grown, so I don't have these problems. Good luck to you, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like it. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a hard lesson <laughs> to, to, to teach the kids. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it is. You know, <laughs> hopefully, doing like this Thanksgiving and this Christmas. Right, because you weren't able to spend it with family last year, maybe you do have an opportunity to really highlight the importance of spending time with people as the true gift for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I guess now is a time to do it, you know, with the supply chain shortage and being away from folks. This is probably the best time to try to do that. Good luck. I mean, you know, uh, Drees, you got a preteen, so you could be like, look, I'm giving you this point zero zero one seven eight five seven five Bitcoin, but like by the time you graduate from high school, it could be, you know, $100,000. So, you know, it's got a, it's like a Chia Pet. You just got to water it and just look at it on your little app, and then uh, we'll see how this turns out in four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. Yeah, it's, it's a different world. You, you know, I was... um. 
you know, I, I went to um, South Carolina um, to, to visit with um, one of my friends and um, his um, younger brother, right, was really into um, Bitcoin. And that's kind of what he did. I was like, you know, what do you do? He's like, I do Bitcoin. I was like, you can do that for a living? <laughs> and some people make a living <laughs> off like Bitcoin. And he was telling me all the like, you know, all the strategies around it and, and just, you know, all the tips and everything and the sites that you use. But, and we was in the, it was, we went to get some, um, some Chinese food and he was telling me about it in a Chinese food place. And then another guy started talking about it and they would started chatting about it and talking about it and talking the language and everything. I was like, people is like really doing this. And I felt like I was like, I, I was missing out on something. So Bitcoin might be the way to go or, or, or a cryptocurrency is what they would say. That's what they got. Now, listen, I'm going to give y'all a tip. Okay. You know, when you got your loose change, right? Like you could put it in anything from a piggy bank to like, um, you know, like one of them five gallon drums with the water, right? You could take your loose change at the Coinstar machine dump all your loose change in there and then they'll sell you Bitcoin right from that machine. So you go, you get a QR code, then you open up the little account, you scan the QR and then the Bitcoin goes right into your joint. Man, get that uh, little girl, little boy in your life, that little piece of paper, be like, I did this for us. I did this for, we trying to grow something. We trying to be something. Yeah. Happy, Merry Christmas and here's your Bitcoin. <laughs> Kids gonna burn the house down as soon as <laughs> Yeah, that, that sounded pretty shiesty, right? There. It's like you you're gonna get this piece of paper. But I guess that's how banks work too. Yeah. You, you put it in the bank, you, you don't right see your money no more. You just like get a slip. There you go. You write on the piece of paper and then boom, and then they get cash. We're like, we're not getting cash this year. We're getting Bitcoin. So uh, we'll see how that works out. Hopefully the children will not burn down houses. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. So Coinstar takes a percentage when you put the money in there, right? That so is correct. Do they take to do this, like convert this to Bitcoin? I'm not sure. I don't think it's exorbitant. It may be 1%. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But there are, as you know, fees with everything. So you might be better off just taking your um, coin. Sometimes at certain banks, they have zero fee um, coin machines, which work out better. And then you could convert that money into Bitcoin. So yeah, just uh, check out those fees. But yeah, they you know they charge a fee on on everything on everything. Um, let's see Bitcoin for Christmas. Okay, so the other thing that's popped up right after Halloween is these damn Christmas movies. I didn't even know it was all those many damn ass Hallmark channels, but they literally have about twelve to fifteen Hallmark channels, and they all playing Christmas movie music. Excuse me, Christmas movies right now t petty do you like christmas movies so not for real they are cheesy and y'all know cheesy is not really my thing but we have a very good friend uh our friend in chicago Dries, who loves them and has actually already started watching uh, it's a whole thing i used to work with somebody they had like an app and they were like planning when they were going to watch all these Christmas movies. They just, uh, they're too much for me, but I will watch, you know, a couple here and there, but I can't do a steady diet of that stuff. Cause it's just too ridiculous. Oh my God. Dries, Christmas movies, thumbs up, thumbs down. Why are you so? Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I 
I, I like Christmas movies sometimes, depending on what it is, right? Like the big one, what was this last year, two years ago? Jingle Jangle. So Jingle Jangle, you know, was just an amazing Christmas movie and watching that with the family. So I like to be able to like watch them with family and enjoy them. But it's like, I'm not just into like Christmas movies, right? It's like, I might watch, you know, a couple during a season that I'm really into. Mm. Okay, so two things. Y'all remember uh, when it was my birthday a few years ago, pre-Rona, and we had the movie and the movie, I forgot Danny Glover was in it. And then um, out of left field, the mother died. And then he couldn't make the sweet potato pie. He tried and tried and tried and tried. Oh, yeah. I watched that movie. And JB yeah. Smoove was in it. I think Lil Rel oh, was yeah. in it. That movie, yeah. Yeah, I forgot the name of the movie. And then they finally um, sort of had the, uh, they, he finally made the pie and like, you know, the, the everybody was, you know, everything was cool in that movie after that. Okay, that's one. That was a good one. I like that movie. That movie was pretty good. That wasn't too bad. That's about as as well as I get with Christmas movies. The rest of them, they can have it. But here's my idea. Here's my pitch, okay, for my Christmas movie, all right? Oh, boy. Single mother and the son. The mother takes the son to the mall to take pictures with Santa. Okay, this is starting out pretty good. Okay. Okay. The single right. mother. It, the single mother is adopted she sees that her son has a resemblance to the Santa Claus. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> she gets a letter and it's about her birth certificate. She finds out she's adopted, does her research. She finds out that the mall Santa is her real daddy. And then she invites him over to the dinner for Thanksgiving for Christmas and tells everybody that Santa is my dad. Santa Dad on the Lifetime Movie Network. What y'all think about that? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Copyrighted digital gumbo. If I see my shit on the movies, I'm coming. I'm coming for my money. So copyrighted, copyrighted infringement, copyright. Would y'all would y'all watch that movie? Yeah, I I would. I would watch it. But you in in that movie though, you need a couple more characters. You need. You yeah. need the you need the you need the um the girlfriend yeah you be need like, the girlfriend yeah <laughs> that, that you know it's like kind of a little suspect on it yeah <laughs> what about like either Al Sharpton or like Hulk Hogan oh, as, yeah. Santa, <laughs> as, as, as Santa Claus no. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> well you can't have a black Christmas movie without somebody some single one the single mother ending up with some the man of her dreams because you know that's how them damn movies work yeah maybe he's like a janitor like a blue collar guy that cleans up at the mall and um, also you gotta have loretta divine and because loretta divine is everybody's black mama for like the last 30 years in all movies so you know your movie ain't legit if you got a mother and um loretta divine is not in it um <laughs> We maybe could get um like cockroach to be, um from the Cosby Show, Carl Anthony Payne to um play like the janitor. Um, who's our who's our main person in the movie though? Like who's the single mom with the um with the kid? I'm trying to think who that. Uh, I don't know. We, I mean, oh, you, uh, Melinda you know, Williams. Uh, Say again, T. Petty. Melinda Williams. Y'all know who that is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. From Soul Food. From Soul Food. Yeah, yeah. So no, you gotta go. You gotta go with like who's new and like like on fire right now. Um, uh, what's the what's the what's the one from Power? Notori Nauti. What what's what's the sister's name? 
Notori Norton. I've never watched one episode of that show, but it is Notori Norton. Yeah, yeah. You got to get her to play the mom. And maybe get like a special guest role, like Ice T, like you know, like he's the oh, friend of like Kyra Anthony Painter, wow. like his uncle, and he tells him, "Well, so what?" He's like, "Man, don't worry about that. She's a single mother. Man, she cares about her kid. And if you really like her, nephew, you need to go after her." Blah 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 blah. Who Boom. wants to take that advice from Ice T? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm just saying, you know. So yeah, and then they all have at the end. It's like a nice dinner. Everybody, she'd be like, I have an announcement. And they're making toast. She'd be like, I'd like to introduce Mr. So-and-so. Well, I mean, you, you got to figure out how you tell the backstory of like how she how she came to be adopted. Yeah. yeah or or yeah. Was, was he like just a like a, a non, like, <laughs> did yeah. he know about the child? No, he didn't like, know. Did the mom know? Like, hit that's kind of bad. Then... Santa knew about the child. And, you know. and didn't even know he had a kid. Yeah, yeah. The mama hit her. Like, she, like, went down south or something. They was from up north, and then they didn't see each other for 40, 50 years. And then, boom, the mama might still be alive. And then they get reunited, and, you know, they come together. Oh, I mean, she loves for one. Oh, that's a two for one right there. You got a hit on your hands. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, Ice Cube, um, I saw an interview with him. He said, this is how you tell a story. Wait, Ice Cube or Ice T? Ice Cube. So okay. he said, the first 30 minutes of the movie is you explain everybody and everything and all the relationships. The next part of the movie is that you get them into some shit. And then the last part of the movie is that you get them out of the shit and then the movie ends. So I need to work on this. I need to get like screenwriters for dummies. If you're a screenwriter and you want to work with me and get some scripts together so we can get this uh, Christmas movie going for 2022, holla at your boy, thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com, thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com. Okay, T. Patty, I think you hinted on this earlier. Over, under, for you personally, half a trip, to a bricks and mortar store for Christmas related shopping. Excuse me? For you, over under half a trip to a bricks or mortar store, bricks and mortar store for Christmas related shopping. So under half a trip means you won't be going. Over means one trip, at least one trip to the store for Christmas related shopping at a bricks and mortar store for you. Under, I haven't shopped at a brick and mortar store in years, like before the Rona. It's too many people. Somebody always got to get cussed out. It's too much stress. And now it's too many germs. So hell no. Okay. You're taking the under. Drees, I know you got babies. So again, over, under. It's trips. over, over, over. Because <laughs> even though I can order stuff online and yeah. I should, I still procrastinate. And then, you know, you get a certain point into the year where if you don't order it, you ain't going to make the shipping. It's already thing in time. It's already too late, bro. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's over. I'm going to be going to the store. But the thing, though, well, I don't know now that the pandemic, you know, stores are open up again. But before, like, I have called, I've called the store and been on the website. I was like, this is what I want. Um, hold it for me. And they would, oh. I would pay for it. They would hold it. I would drive out there. They would bring it to the parking lot. They had curbside service. I'm talking about like jewelry stores and department stores. They would bring it out to the car. Now you might have to go back in, but I'm probably going to wind up going in stores. Okay. okay. Absolutely will, bro. Parents don't have a choice because there's always 
you and it's gonna be several trips because you go go and buy the stuff, then you're gonna get it home, realize you don't have no batteries. Uh somebody forgot the tape, you ran out of wrapping paper, like it's a whole thing. So you don't have no choice. Yes, you it is stores between now and Christmas Eve. Gotcha. Now I'm gonna say push, but here's my reason why. It ain't gonna be no curbside pickup. I don't know if y'all know this about me or not. I am not a Christmas person. Like I, if you celebrate Christmas and Christmas is your thing, great. I'm all for that. If you like it, I love it. I just don't get down with the commercialism of Christmas, right? So, you know, it's like, eh, you know, again, I will give a kid $25. Uh, I don't ever recall anybody ever being given cash and they tried to return it on the day after Christmas or anything like that. So <laughs> that's my standard go-to. But, you know, like as far as Christmas, I'm just not a Christmassy person. I hate those K-Jeweler commercials and all them damn Pandora jewelry and them damn car commercials. I just hate all that shit. I just wish I could just fast forward through um, all those commercials when I'm watching live TV, all that Christmas shit, it's just like, I'm not going to buy any of that shit. I'm not the target demographic audience for that shit. I just, I don't even like snow no more. If it gets below 70 degrees, that's cold to me. So I just, you know, I mean, you know, like, like, uh, for example, um, a, a, a gift giving for an adult, right? A, gla a bottle of wine, nice wine or a bottle of tequila, whatever they like, you know, that's what I might get. You know, but um, it ain't no more Secret Santa at the office no more. All been banned and whatever they was having, their little potlucks and, you know, all these little donuts and the hot cider and all that. It's just too many people in the room. They within six feet. That don't go no more. So, you know, your boy is good. Uh, Mrs. Nook, I mean, if you take care of business all year, you ain't got to pin your hopes on one damn day at Christmas. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm the like other delivering thing, on one day. <laughs> exactly. The other thing is, is that I predict that there will be an all-time high of gifts given to these children from the Rite Aid, from the Walgreens, and any other 24 Hey, don't, don't, don't hate on the Walgreens, the uh, Consumer Value Store. Those are like, I picked up some good presents, some fire <laughs> presents for the kids there. I don't know how they did this, but they have like $100 racing sets in the consumer value store down at Christmas. I was like, what part of the game is this? Mm -mm, that's four kids, $25 each. You better keep it moving. Hey, I, hey, I, set. I, I, I'll admit, I picked up a, a Snuggie or two from the <laughs> That's practical. Yep. <laughs> it makes great gifts. <laughs> if I get a damn snuggy this year, I'm gonna punch you in your damn jaw. <laughs> That's crazy as hell. All right, so we said Christmas is still on. Christmas will not be canceled uh, just because of the supply chain. Okay, I need y'all to give me holiday related or not. Give me one of the four. The shout out, the flowers, um, a prediction, or a final thought. Again, Christmas or on Christmas related. Well, I'll go first. And this is only because I just saw this little raggedy motherfucker right before we got on there. I want to send out a hearty fuck you to Kyle Rittenhouse. I knew that was coming. That fake ass crying raggedy bitch. He clearly got that shit from Brett Kavanaugh because that's how he looked. Also, a heartier fuck you to the judge in that damn trial because he is wild as hell. Like... Today, he had them applaud some a, a defense witness. Fuck out of here. What? So, what happened to you, Maddie? What? I ain't hear about this. Today is Veterans Day. 
so for some reason, instead of his bald headed ass just getting right to the uh, meat and potatoes, what he was there, blah, blah, blah. Nobody stood up. And then he's like, well, you are talking to this defense witness. And then he's like, let's give him a hand because he's a veteran. And he applauded. People in the jury were applauding. Like, it's awesome bullshit. And we all know what, what the outcome of that fucking trial is going to be. So just a fuck you in advance to everybody involved with the defense of that murdering ass white boy. I know I didn't know about the uh, applause and those uh, tactics today, but based upon what I've seen so far, you know, your boy watch a little legal shows every now and then and know a little bit, not, a, not I'm not a lawyer or anything like that, but it's going to be a mistrial. I think it's going to be declared a mistrial. So we'll see what happens, but this is just, I mean, this is some wild shit. And it's wow. not been going down the, the way that, you know, it ain't followed no flow from a legal standpoint or whatever. And I, I think there may be a mistrial declared uh, on this. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but hoping for the best, uh, preparing for the worst. And today was Veterans Day. I thought all courts was closed, but I guess a judge can go ahead and open up the court on Veterans Day if they want to. But, you know, a taping of this podcast on Veterans Day. And thank you to uh, all the veterans for their service. We got to a lot in our uh, friends and fam family and family uh, uh, lists um, and, and folks uh, in our in our circle that uh, are veterans. But yeah, I, I thought the court would be closed. So, but T. Petty, back to your point, I, I think it's going to be a mistrial. We're going to, we're going to see what happens with that. You think? I, I think it'll be a mistrial. I really do. Um, I if, think I'll get off. Um, Is there any black people in that damn jury? I didn't see. There may be one. There may be one. Um, but again, there, I think there'll be a mistrial and, um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll keep uh, our eyes on that. And I know that you will too, uh, as well, uh, T. Petty. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm predicting a mistrial. We'll see if that uh, comes to pass. Drees, give me one of the big four, uh, shout out flowers, predictions, or final thought Christmas or on Christmas related. All right. So I'm, I'm gonna give you a Thanksgiving Christmas related one is, is really like cherish this upcoming holiday season as a time to be with family and really, um, really appreciate, um, you know, those relationships and, and treasure them, you know, especially after, you know, not being able to travel and be with folks. It seems like things are open up a little bit more where folks can do more of that. So just really appreciate it for what it is. You know, you can get caught up in the food and the presents and everything, but it really is about um, relationships and family. So keep that in mind. And, and so that's, that's, that's one. The other one that I want to add is like, man, just I, I, this foolishness with Aaron Rodgers and just, just lying about the vaccine worst. is like the worst. How you just like just straight up lie White and then try to put a spin on it like I'm I'm immunized because what how how did you add, you did you add an extra did you add an extra syllable to that word yeah I think I did but that's immunized so so that that is just like uh, I, I that ain't no shout out that is like the worst he is trash trash. And then had a nerve to quote Martin Luther King. Fucker. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's, yeah. That's the go-to quote when you know you done fucked up. It's like, oh, please. Um, 
So my, I got a final thought and it is also vaccine related and we don't do a lot of serious shit, but please hear me out. As the children start to get their vaccines, please double check and triple check. The deal is, is that the babies are supposed to get vaccines that have the orange cap on them. That is the correct formula of the vaccine for children. I have seen multiple stories involving literally hundreds of children just in the Southeast where they are receiving the purple cap vaccine, which is meant for adults and adult strength, which is in some cases up to double what they're supposed to receive for the orange vaccine for the children. So here's my advice. One, put your eyes on the vaccine vial that your child is receiving the dose from. If a pharmacist or a person that is not a doctor tells you that it is okay for them to receive the purple vaccine, refuse that. What you can do is go ahead and reschedule on another day and make sure that you verify, double check, and triple check. So you said it's the orange cap? The orange cap is for the babies. The purple cap is for the adults. Correct. Even if a doctor does tell you, you need to question them too. They are not infallible, especially when it's black folks because we know how that goes that is correct so double check and triple check the other thing is is that a lot of folks are going and seeing their pediatricians who have the correct dosage and have the direct direct uh, correct formula of the vaccine for the children so again orange cap for kids cap starts with a c k for kids the purple cap is for adults for grown people so again orange cap at the right dose for the child, just verify, double verify and triple verify again. Put your eyes on the cap of the vial that your child is supposed to receive and make sure you consult with your, um, you can actually consult with your pediatrician or look online and see what is the correct dosage. But again, it's not the purple cap or the purple dosage, which is an adult dosage for the children. It's the orange cap and the child dose for the orange vaccine. Very, very important on that. Any thoughts on that, y'all? They've, uh, in the DMV area, they, uh, at one pharmacy, uh, gave the incorrect dose or the incorrect uh, formula to about 126 kids. So that was uh, something that was very concerning, very concerning. So we want to make sure that uh, they get that correct. I'm going to need these healthcare heroes to get their shit together. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, y'all, this was uh, after potty number 20. Uh, Drees, this was the real, the real episode 69 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. 20 after potties, man. We started this right around this time last year, man. And uh, we up to 20 after potties, man. What do you think about that? Man, it's been an amazing, amazing like ride. If you think about everything that's happened in that amount of time, it's 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 amazing. It's like mind blowing. And I'm, I'm just so blessed to be on this journey with y'all. So I, I'm looking forward to like uh, our future adventures together. Absolutely. Absolutely. T Patty 20 after parties in the, uh, I was going to say in the ground. No, uh, on the <laughs> shelf. <laughs> and again, I'm Don't sorry. Don't do that to us. <laughs> and that's just the last one. <laughs> 20 <laughs> Twenty after parties, Steve Petty. How you feel about that? Ah, uh, I feel the same way as Drees. Like this has been quite the uh, 
quite the the journey with y'all um especially like me coming on i was i was supposed to just be a guest that's right y'all are like man that's what you thought psych um it's been fun though it's it's been fun being the only girl in the room to combat y'all foolishness so you know i ride with my and keep us straight and keep us straight try but y'all crooked as hell so i don't know but that's right that's right well we wouldn't be us uh, if we, absolutely it, it wouldn't be right if you know we didn't have you know we can't paint the straight lines but you know we we get from a to b it just take us a little while to to get where we're going so we uh we definitely uh appreciate it so yeah so this is after this is uh uh after party number 20 uh episode 69 uh we have all uh, episodes of the podcast available on all platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Amazon Music, uh, literally all platforms. Download, subscribe, and share our show today. We're putting out the SOS. Download, subscribe, share our show today. And uh, we got just a few more shows coming back uh, left for 2021. We'll have a Christmas show uh, slash New Year's show that we'll be putting together. We'll put some notes in where you can find all the episodes. Remember to tell a friend about the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We're on Twitter at the Digital Gumbo. We're on Instagram at the Digital Gumbo Podcast. And I have a new Instagram. No, I have a new Twitter handle. I am... No, that's my new Instagram handle. Sorry. I am Nookie Bishop JR. I am Nookie Bishop JR. And I'm working on getting T Petty and also Dries Elbow onto uh, Twitter and Instagram as well for the show. And we just uh, might pop up before the end of the year, maybe, with a quick uh, online show. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Y'all, y'all up for that? Y'all down for that? I'm down. I'm not. I'm not sure if legally I can be on <laughs> Instagram, but I, I'll give it a try again. <laughs> Let me find out your ass is permanently banned. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, listen, y'all. It is uh, just uh, mid-November right now, so I will be uh, seeing y'all uh, soon and shortly. Uh, T. Fed, you got your basketball game on. I'm watching this football game. Dries, I know it. Uh, you drinking on sparkling water over there. No bourbon tonight? Oh, no. Oh, no. I got some bourbon now. Okay. That was just a hydrate. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't show it to us. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, uh, until next time, again, this is uh, episode uh, 69, wrapping it up. And uh, we will see y'all on the next episode of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Take care, y'all. Y'all good? I'm good. good. All right. One love, y'all. We out. Peace. Peace. Bye, y'all.